Hello and welcome to the thought process. Welcome to the stream of consciousness. This is my journal. What does your journal say? Welcome to the Winding Road Podcast. Well, hopefully you're not annoyed by my silliness and my stupidity. And you're still here with me now. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Telling a little bit of a story. It's story time with G-Money, baby. And man, oh man, the last few days, the creativity is flowing in from the muse, from God, from inputting healthy and good things into my life and blocking out the noise and everything we always talk about, yada, yada, yeah. It's happening. It's happening again. It happened before, and this is how I wrote the first part of my poetry book was during the pandemic, and I don't know necessarily if it had anything to do with the pandemic. I'm kind of seeing now that maybe it didn't, because, you know, we're out of that, so a lot more stuff going on now, but I did have a lot of time to sit around and think and stuff like that, but all these poems and these thoughts and all this creative stuff just started coming to me in about a two, three week time back in 2020, and that's when all the poems for Sanity in the Chaos, Musings of Mind and Madness came to me. And it was my obligation to try to put them down. Make sure that I'm making note of them because there's no guarantee that those thoughts that you have, guys, if you are a creative person or whatever, that doesn't matter. You might not be that creative, but if things are important and they start popping in, you need a way to remember that. And you can't just let it pass by and not mark it down so that you can go back to it later so that you can have mindfulness and thinking about it later and how did it affect you then whenever you were in the moment and then how's it going to affect you whenever you're going back and looking at it and you can study it then and remember it and so that you can hopefully take those moments with you into the future whenever you're not feeling so creative or whatever you know you're not feeling your best self, will you go back and you look at whenever you were feeling that way. What did you write down? Read it. Think about it. I'm going back through making shorts for these podcasts and I'm hearing a lot of the stuff and I'm like, oh God, I forgot I even said that. You know, I know it's up there in my brain somewhere, but we got to have, we got to do things that we're going to remind us so we don't forget. So easy to be going down a road and you're going the right way, but then it's like, oh no, I I made a wrong turn somewhere. How do I get back on the road where I was going? Well, you'd have GPS to turn you around, the map of our minds to help us get to where we need to be. And yes, I'm telling a story here, but thoughts go awry, thoughts lead into other things, and I just have to let them come out naturally, and that's kind of the whole point of the story. That three-week period, man, it was boom, 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 they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, 
Don't waste time going off and doing something else. If you got something that's sparked in you by however it came to be, capture it, man. Capture it in that moment for later. So then you can go back and you can make a second draft. You can make a third draft. You can get it edited. You can make it and polish it into what it all needs to be. And so I did that for that three-week time period, and I wrote all these great poems. At least I think they're great. People may or may not think they're great. Mm, We'll see. Doesn't matter to me. Because I know that by being creative and by harnessing that creativity when it comes, that it gives me a sense of peace, that it gives me joy. Everlasting joy is sustained whenever that's happening, and now it's happening again. You know, I was, you know, I've still been writing stuff and editing and working on stuff. I don't know how to try to explain it, man, other than saying that it's the muse, that it's God, whatever's happening. Those new neural pathways are being created up there where it's like, oh man, and all this other stuff is coming on in. And here it comes again. It's so beautiful. And I had to stop what I was doing the other day. I was with my friend. And maybe that wasn't necessarily the best thing to do because, you know, for 20 minutes or so, like I went and took a pee. We're in there watching TV. And went and took a pee. And I'm like, oh crap. You know, stuff just started coming to me. And I'm like, oh, I got to get this down. You know, so I took 20 minutes standing right there in his hallway and wrote a poem. And then I was able to watch TV. But I stayed in that, I don't know, I just stayed in that flow state, that zone the whole time, even though I was encompassed into what we were doing and everything that he was saying and what we were watching. I was also still, the creative switch was on. And it wasn't dim. It may have been dim. You know, you turn the lights down low a little bit whenever you're going throughout your day, throughout your life, but you're always listening for that creativity to come and it just comes naturally and you let it happen naturally. Uh, Yeah, I took like 20 minutes and I got that stuff down, man. What inspired me was the new Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Two of them actually from last year, which, you know, I say that they're my favorite band of all time. I didn't even know they had two more albums out. You know, I don't know what that says about me and music. I've really not been a person that's been necessarily always great at keeping up with different bands and different albums. I don't really know how how I would unless there's an alert that's going to go off to tell me or unless I'm searching for it. But anyways, we're getting sidetracked off onto a different subject now and back to the subject at hand. And we're at the part of the story where, you know, it just seemed like it was so perfect and so meant to be like as I had gotten sunburnt and so I had to sleep on my back for two nights. I didn't really sleep that great. So I woke up one morning at like 5.36 o'clock and I was going through my Google scroll or whatever. Like that's really the only way I find out about different stuff. And thankfully it's like stuff that I've looked at before, you know, just with whatever I'm into. And so it must have known into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So there was an article about... Shit, now I can't even remember the article. 
It was about a drummer. It was about their drummer. Something to do with the drummer. Boy, that's pretty bad, but not the point. But it was an article about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I'm reading, and I'm reading about it. And then I get to the point where it says, oh, and they're talking about their new albums. And I'm like, oh, wow, what do I do immediately? I go and I start listening to the first one, and the first one really didn't spark anything. But then I go, and I'll start listening to the second one, and I like to look at the lyrics while I'm listening to it. And... And then I'm just like, I'm making up songs in my head and I'm not even realizing that I'm doing it, but I'm hearing their tunes and I'm hearing the way how they rhyme stuff together and how they use different metaphors and just crazy different things. And all of a sudden I'm making up a song in my head and then I'm like, okay, well, here comes the poetry. You know, maybe I'll turn some of those poems into songs someday. I I really would like to do that. Um, be a songwriter, whatever it is, man. Like, there's so many different things that I'm capable of doing. I know that I can. It's just a matter of time. And what am I putting my effort into? And, you know, we talk about that a lot on the winding road, but it was just like, holy cow, like, was I meant to get sunburned so that I could read that article so that then I could look up their new music? and be inspired by it to start writing again. And I look back and I'm thinking, I wonder if that happened in 2020. But I will never know because I didn't make a note of it. I didn't write it down. I just let it come out. I I wrote my poems and stuff down, but I didn't write down how it happened, what sparked it. But it's just... I don't know. It just it just starts coming to me. Let's try to figure that out. You know, how does the creativity come? Why and where? Huh. And more, more I think about it. It is by having reverence for all things and encompassing myself with nature. It just comes naturally because right now I'm living my life life naturally. I feel like I'm doing the right things. I've weeded out the bad. I've inserted the good. And I'm not done weeding out the bad. I'll never never be done weeding out the bad. But I'm constantly picking and choosing what obstacle I'm going to overcome next. So that my life can happen even more naturally. And so that every possible ounce of greatness that is in me will come out to the world, to the universe. And that's another key, is the cosmos thinking about everything that's light years away and everything and all of that. And I think back to the moment where that happened for me and it was down in Florida at the Space Center. Kennedy, I believe, is the one in Florida. And I went there and I bought, we saw the replica of the Hubble, and that just kind of blew me away. And I remember him peeling back, like the door or whatever that went up, and behind it, you know, one of the spaceships that they used. I, I can't remember which one. I think it might have been one of the Apollo ones, or oh, what was it? Not sure. Oh, man. 
uh, Voyager? Might have been Voyager. I wish I had a better memory for when it comes to looking back on stuff and remembering exactly what it was, you know, because it's like, them guys did that, and here I am looking back on it, and I can't even remember it, but that doesn't mean that I don't have reverence for it. It doesn't. I do. And is that, you know, is it so important to remember every single little detail of it all? Or is it just in the feeling of whatever it was and however, and just an appreciation of, obviously that means reverence, but they pull back that door and just like unreal, man. And then that replica of the Hubble. If you've never been to a place like that, I definitely encourage. The one in Alabama was pretty cool, but the one in Kennedy was mind-blowing because I bought the book. That's the key, guys. We talk about reading a lot. I bought the book, and I read about the Hubble. Not only was I reading and seeing with my mind, I was seeing with my eyes. And I was able to combine both of them together. So important. So, so important. From a cosmic, from a bigger picture level, what I just said, that is extremely important in an evolution. It's something I just figured out right now. I talk a lot about reading and creating things in our mind being way better than just seeing things with our eyes. But damn it, man, wow. If we can combine both of those together, that's the next step. That's the next level. I'm seeing everything in my mind, but I'm also seeing it with my eyes, and I'm combining those two factors together, and I'm learning about all this great stuff, and now we'll parallel back into the story, learning about all those great things and seeing this, you know, the galaxies, the quasars, the supernovas, the Norinos. Oh, that sounds smart, right? Yeah, that sounded good. I'm seeing all that. And I'm reading about it. And just like how many light years things away and how we're able to take a picture of that. And now what James Webb is doing. Oh my goodness. Woo! And it's just... It was, it was just a mind-blowing experience, and that gave me a very great appreciation for the cosmos and us, because then you relate everything back to us, right? But we're not the center of the universe. We're not the center of the galaxy. We're not the center of existence. It says that God made us in his image. So does that make, does that make us special? What if God made everything in his image? It's all an image of God. And you can say whatever you think is God or you don't believe in God or you don't believe in God. It's not about any of that. It's not about religion. It's about something deeper. It's about the more and correlating the more to the now. So I look at those pictures, I seen how far away everything was, and that's a part. That's a part of the now, I guess, but it's also a part, possibly, of the more. 
We're just going to explore some theories here, but let's say you die and your soul, your soul becomes energy, which is a part of this universe, a part of space and time and everything. So then your soul leaves and then you shoot out into the cosmos. And who's to say heaven isn't, is heaven in the, this dimension or is heaven in a different dimension? You know, it's totally possible you die, your energy goes, shoots off, goes to heaven and heaven's a, heaven's a different planet. And you are whatever you are. Like we just, you know, we, we make heaven out to be us just hanging out in the clouds, but we're, we got bodies. And I know people have said that they've been taken to heaven and that's their experience. But what if heaven is just what we think of it? And it is what we interpreted it to be every single day that we're here. What if that ends up being heaven? That's totally possible. It's totally possible that you go into a different dimension that we can't see because we are trying to learn and understand all these different things through math, through science. And we put science versus God and God versus science. And it's like, dude, no, no, it all correlates. It's all together. And the fact that we just pretend to know and the fact that we fought wars over stuff like that, you know, maybe it's excusable in the past because maybe we weren't at that evolution where we were able to understand that much of who we are or, or where we might possibly have come from, but we've evolved since then to where we are now and and yet here we are still fighting and still being as far away as we ever were and not learning from mistakes of the past. But I don't judge anyone and I don't judge reality based upon that. I judge it based on time is time and every day is a blessing and I'm here for the now in the moment. I'm playing a game, a game of life but the soul's journey. Might not possibly be a game. And is doing everything good leading me there? Possibly. What if the bad leads you there? Who knows? Maybe that's why people get screwed up. You know, who knows? I'm not judging anybody on anything. It just is what it is. And that's all it's ever going to be. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe not. It may sound like I'm rambling right now, but I'm making a whole hell of a lot of sense. At least to myself. And I'm me. So that's what matters. You're you. You matter. Challenge you to think about things deeply. You know, it might drive you nuts, all those deep thoughts, and if that causes you to click off, I understand that. And that's fine. And I don't judge you for that. And if you think I'm crazy for having all these thoughts, that's fine too. But clearly, obviously, I'm not the only person in the history of existence that thinks about these things and thinks about these possibilities. And I'm just sharing my thoughts. And here is another possibility. 
possible that nothing happens, right? Flip the coin, go to the other side. Yes, that's totally possible. So how do we guarantee that we live forever? How do we live forever in the now? That's exactly how you do it. By being in the now, by being in the flow state, by being in the zone, because whenever you're in those moments of having so much reverence for everything and your life is happening naturally, you're not worried about all those extra things and the possibilities and you're not worried about what's going to happen when you die. You're not worried about like, like that's, I don't know. Yes, quote unquote, the deep thinkers might think about things like that. A lot of people, you know, is this a blessing? Is this a curse that's been bestowed upon me by having this life? I don't know. The other people aren't going to be as deeper. And some people are going to be living on the surface. Some people probably drown themselves out with different substances and different things so that they don't have to think about all these crazy things. And I understand that. They don't have to figure out what it's going to take for them to find joy. And that's cool. I, I, don't envy, I don't envy and I don't get jealous that I'm not them. Of course I don't because I'm me. But I do wonder sometimes if it would be easier to go through life like that and, you know, just not worry about, like, just getting caught up on, you know, whatever. You look at your phone all the damn time. You get lost in sports and video games and politics and all these different activities. That happens. But I'm not that way. But I'm still under trying to understand the ways of other people because it's all about gaining knowledge and gaining understanding and gaining wisdom and realizing that the only way you can truly live forever right now is by capturing the moment that's at hand so that you're not concerned with the past, you're not caught up in the pettiness and the bullshits and all the arguments and worrying about materials and money and, you know, when's my next fleeting pleasure-tary, pleasure moment gonna come I, you know like it's 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 always like god dang what what what's next what's next what's next what's gonna happen cool next i'm in all this crap right now get me out of this crap till something cool can happen and we try to get out of that and gain different moments of different things but the key is in having reverence for those things because that's how you get locked into that flow state where you're all a constant. You are a walking meditation. You are an embodiment of your life, all lives, everything that has ever existed and everything that will ever exist. You recognize that you are a piece of that puzzle, no matter how small of a piece, no matter how big of a piece, you are a piece. You are in it. Capture it, man and you will live forever in faith. Of course, you might, it might sound like I don't have faith whenever I say that, but I have great faith now because I've gained reverence 
And so I have faith and I see all these different correlations and all these different signs and everything that's happening now because I'm sober, I'm alert, I'm looking for them, I'm locked in, so I'm noticing them and I'm living the best life that I can possibly live by doing that. Fear out, love in. And if love is in me and Whoever, whatever, God, the more is, I believe that God is love. So the love is in me, so God is in me. I'm a part of God. I'm a part of the more because I'm in the now. I'm me. You're you. We are each other. Love, inspire, unite. God bless. Thank you.